back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Very excited to have two two for two today on the video with the coaches. Now now we got Coach Randy Audate on the on the line with us. Coach Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on the show today. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you got the you got the Adam Schefter set up. You're you're, you're set up better <laughs> than us here for the video. So hey, hey, like I tell you guys, I, I can't take the credit for this. I wish I could. This is actually you know the brains behind the operation. My fiance had this set up. So this is uh where we get down. This is where we we get things going for Lancer football. Not even married yet. He already he's already like a a, a, a veteran on on giving the fiance the credit. You know hey, that's. that's hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, happy right, wife, so. happy life. You know happy how it wife, is. Happy life, baby. Absolutely. Coach, what are the two? What are the two helmets behind you? Okay, the two helmets behind me actually took to over my right shoulder. This is the Lawrence Lancers helmet, and uh, over my left shoulder, this is actually my Merrimack College helmet where I played uh, football over there. Fantastic, nice. fantastic. All right, so you know we obviously want to talk about uh, talk talk about the win against Haverhill. But uh, you know, we we didn't have you on the program last year, and that's 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 our bad. But we want to right. just talk a little bit. Uh, tell tell us a little bit in terms of of take how, it over. You know, yeah. How how you building the program there in in Lawrence? Yeah, yeah you know, and building it from the ground up. And you know, a lot of the foundation and what we really decided to build it upon was it has to start in school and um, getting the kids academically eligible, getting them ready for college and careers and beyond. You know, not every single one of our football players will go on and play college football, um, but we're developing the, the skill and the talent to have some guys go on to the next level. Um, last year in our first year, Brandon Santel, as you know, he was the defensive uh, MVP of the conference and, and uh, he ended up, now he's at Assumption College playing over there. And so that's our goal. And we had a small senior class, Miguel Roman last year is now, now is at Hudson. Um, and so it was a small senior class, but more importantly, it was a small senior class of qualifiers. And really what we're going for are academic qualifiers, guys who are ready to go to the next level. And so, you know, that's a big focus for us over here. Um, we take a lot of pride in that and pushing the students to achieve the best that they can uh, in school. And that's where it starts. And, and we always say when we have great weeks in school, that's when we have our best week in the game. And it, and it showed this past week as well. Uh, but just taking over the program, that's a lot of our focus is getting these kids ready for life. And it's not just on the football field, but life life beyond as well. So, Coach, what, what would you say would be a, a couple of a, a themes for you and your coaching staff? Because growing up in Lawrence, you know, graduating in, in 89, you know, obviously I haven't been there in a while, but I, I do work in the area. It's not an easy area. What what is yeah. what is your message for that kid that that doesn't have that support or or lives in an area that isn't you know uh, uh, an easy area to grow up? How do you convince him to not work a job or or not skip right. school or whatnot? What, what's your message? Right. Well, well, a lot of it, you know, as much as in the perfect world, right, we can have student athletes just come to school and play football and go to school, and and that's not the case here in this community. And I've been in this community since I actually I was in college. My redshirt freshman year at Merrimack, I was hurt. For my senior year playing over at Everett and uh, I actually didn't play on the field so I spent a lot of time volunteering in the community and I ended up at the Boys and Girls Club of Lawrence, uh, one of the best places I could have landed. Um, but it introduced me to a lot of the struggle around the city and some of what the kids were going through. But what I saw there were how dedicated the kids were, you know, sport basketball. Um, and I actually learned how to hoop until I got over there. But, uh, uh, but you know, even being from there and, and transitioning and taking what I learned um, from my work over there and taking it to the school system and uh, a lot of, you know, motivating students, we can't be the only motivators. We have to teach them how to how to become motivated and goal-oriented students. And we start with 
you know, small goals. And, and the, from the smaller goals, they start achieving those and really building that confidence to say, you know what, I can do the right thing. And I don't have to go, you know, go to the streets. And I don't, you know, in some of them, they have situations where they do have to work. But how we structure the year, we make sure that a lot of the, their summertime, they have a lot of time to work. And we talk about being responsible and conscious about spending and, and what they're doing with that. So, um, you know, it's a lot of life skills training. A lot of that stuff goes into it. And, and you know, but the kids have bought into it. Um, they, they, they appreciate our care for them and we're tough on them about it, but it's really, you know, managing their time wisely and, and it's, they're showing that they can do it. A lot of our kids actually are still working. Um, some of them work on Saturday after the game. Uh, and then, you know, but this is what we have here and the kids really embrace it. The coaches embrace it. We, we love it. We appreciate the kids for it. And, uh, we're just happy we could get, go out there and get the first win. Coach, I wasn't aware that you were under the tutelage of the Jedi master, Steve Kelly. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Lawrence boys. Yeah. Yes, yes. When you say that name, you know, it rings bells in the community. He's a great, great man. And uh, yeah, I consider him just like a father figure to me. He, he's been great to me and, and to my fiance as well. So uh, but he, he's, he's part of the family. He's, he's a great man. Coach, you've had a you've had a couple of um, I mean, you, the season started. You had a real close call there the first first week. Um, you, the guys have 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 looked uh, I mean, looked motivated, looked look look ready to get that win. It just hadn't happened up until this week. How have you kept them just focused on on work in the system and it will pay off? You know, we have we have a saying here. We say, you know, we got to ride the wave. Uh, and, and so the first couple of weeks were really tough losses. The Burlington week, we lost by eight points. And going into Drake, who's another tough team, you know, Drake, it's a really tough team. They're playing well. And, uh, you know, so they you know, beat us by a couple of points. And that was, you know, for us, especially go going into the season with all the excitement going into it and all the hard work the kids have put in, that was a disappointment and a letdown. Um, and for a lot of kids, you know, didn't deal with it well. Then we got out to Andover and didn't perform as well as we had liked. And uh, then going to down to Dennis Armand to the Cape. And, and again, we just squandered on opportunities. We moved the ball and just, you know, countless little turnovers and penalties and little things, uh, but still kind of having that hangover from the, the, the couple of games and so you know we we slowed things down one of our assistant coaches uh we had like a community circle it was really good for the team to really talk about you know just what they were feeling about the season and how they felt about not just the season but life and, and how they got into football because as you know a lot of the kids their first sport isn't football you know we have some basketball players on the team uh kids who have transitioned from baseball and wrestlers and you see in our two inside linebackers and Dewey Baez, Troncoso and uh, Eric Sanchez. And so these are the kids that are, are learning to love the game. A lot of them haven't played their entire life. Um, but again, they, they've bought into it. And, and so just to keep keeping them focused, it's it's really just been, again, staying true to the fundamentals and, and staying true to, you know, the school first mentality and making sure we're here every day doing the little things right, going to bed on time, not going out on the weekends and uh, uh, handling uh, your body the right way. Because, you know, a lot of our guys are two way guys. And so after the games, they really need to take recovery seriously. And so just having them buy into what it is to be a football player, uh, because it's a lot different than a lot of other sports, as you guys know. So, that, you know, the, the recovery and all the other extra things that are needed, you know, so they, they're really buying into that. And that's what's really helped us to come out. And I thought, you know, we made we made a few mistakes yesterday that could have definitely cost us the game, but we were able to overcome it and show some resilience and, and definitely were able to pull it off at the end. So let's talk about beating the Hillies, getting the first win and, and – yeah. You know, what are, what are the positives? What are you going to bring this week to say, look, these are the things that we did that, that got us the W. Now we're moving on to uh, our next opponent. Yeah, I think it's the it's the hard work factor. It's the 
pairing of the two things, and I know I, I, I sound like I'm repeating myself, but we talk about this a lot here, and it's, it's something that, that I really do believe in, and the coaching staff really does believe in as well. If we continue to come in and put the work in like we did last week and focus and dial in and study the material, study schoolwork and put the Instagram and the social media and all the other things down and limit the distractions, that's really where uh, we're going to be successful. And so we're really looking forward to playing this opponent this week. Lowell's got a lot of great players in their team. And as you know, Brendan Tag. Uh, he's, he's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. No, you got it. You got yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's an amazing player, and, you know, he, he, he does a lot of things really well. So um, we're going to have to do a lot to contain him and focus in on the schemes and the different looks that we're going to have to show them uh, in order to slow him down. Yeah, it's mostly Tim that mispronounced his name, yeah, so absolutely. We're, we're pretty good. So, so you know, <laughs> even if you even if you got it wrong, Coach, I was going to let it go because at least I'm not the only one butchering names. So, <laughs> Coach, just in terms, tell us in terms of you, you mentioned you, you mentioned you still had those mistakes yesterday, but I mean, for what does it mean and what did it mean? I, not not that I want you to give away what happened in the locker room afterwards, but I mean to see that they still had that resilience and to get that W, what was that like after the game yesterday? Oh, just a sense of relief off of the kids' shoulders, just because, you know, this has been a long time coming and for the kids, it's been a month, you know, we've been grinding and we've been grinding. The kids have been, you know, working their butts off and just the ability to, to pull away with the win and do enough where, you know, you make some mistakes, but you're able to bounce back and you're able to really overcome the mistakes and, and make plays at the end and just show resiliency. And that's really what we keep talking about is playing four quarters and, and they did it. They did it. And so the, the excitement in the locker room was amazing. Uh, seeing the kids, you know, Vinny was able to get into the locker room late uh, because he was getting interviewed and see the kids embrace him because, you know, he's a transfer student. And so seeing all the kids finally, you know, you know, get, really get him in and he's in the brotherhood and he's really earned his stripes. Uh, today and show what he was about. So, and he had a turnover, you know, that really well, that's, he was yeah. worried about. Me. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You talk about resiliency. He had yeah. that fumble, but then came right yeah. back and, and got the yeah. chance to, you know, to get the game winner, you know? Yeah. You know, so, what I love. Go ahead, coach. No, he, I just heard you say he's a transfer because I haven't heard the name. And, and yeah. as much as I'm a Methuen guy, I've been following Lawrence and, yeah. and the name Pity Schmidt. I'm sorry. It jumps off the page to me. Yeah. So, where, where did he come from? So he's a transfer from uh, Greater Lawrence Tech. I believe he came over some point at the at the end of the last school year. Um, I, he's a baseball player as well, uh, from what I understand. So, yeah, he transferred over to us, and it was after his season. Uh, had a great season over there, and then he's here with us now. And so ever, ever since you know he came in, he's really been about football and been dedicated to it and really has aspirations to play at the next level and talked about wanting to come here to, to achieve those dreams. And so we're going to help him get there. Uh, but he, he's someone, as you can tell, he has a lot of foot. He's very he's very savvy about the game. He has a lot of knowledge in terms of uh, positioning and, and, and where he needs to put his body and how to avoid contact and how to create it. You know, he's not a very fast kid, uh, but he's very elusive. And so, uh, it, you know, it's just it was good to see him go out there and perform well. Here with Coach uh, Randy Adate uh, from Lawrence on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Coach, um Talk just a little bit about Jacob uh, Jacob Tamayo, just because you know the, your quarterback. Your quarterback's got to be your leader in terms of keeping that, keeping the locker room together, keep, keeping everybody together through through the ups and downs. And this is this is a real special kid you got there. Yeah, yeah, you know Jacob. He's not a very vocal guy, but he he likes to lead by example. And uh, he's a student in Abbott Lawrence Academy here at Lawrence High School. And uh, you know he's doing a great job. Three point five five GPA, hard worker in, in the classroom. Uh, leader on the field. He's always at practice. 
He's always doing his schoolwork. Doesn't make excuses about how much you know how, how much of a load he has. He, he worked a, a, a you know close to a full time job throughout the summer while training for football and attended a lot of different college camps. So the kid is very motivated. Uh, uh, he's he really wants to go to the next level as well and wants to lead the Lancers and be one of the best uh, to ever do it here. And so he's definitely on his way. Um, there's obviously still things that we have to improve upon, and he knows it as well. And and, and that's what's best about him. He's got the humble spirit enough to go out there and recognize that as, as much success as he's had this year, that he knows that we can still be better. And that if we still limit some of those mistakes, we could be a team that really could really be formidable. Coach, talk a little bit about, you know, the off season and getting, getting folks, you know, prepared. I, I know we talked earlier on about, you know, the little penalties and things, and, and that's been something I'll be honest, has gone back to even when I played a uh, hundred years ago, um, <laughs> You know what? what what's what's the message off season? Getting guys lifting, conditioned, uh, and things like that to keep that momentum going. Right, right. And knowing how you know things are in the community, you know, kids have a lot of other things going on throughout the summertime and family trips back home to Dominican Republic. And so, so sometimes kids are gone for the entire summer and, and they come back. And sometimes kids take a few weeks off. And so, really getting kids to buy into really, you know, the off season is is as you know, that's where you win and lose your games. And so, getting kids to buy into not. Um, but also what we're doing in, in the later months of the year. So, you know, the kids have been, you know, they've bought into it. A lot of them have, um, and it's showing. And so, you know, as you know, running an offense and running a defense takes a, a lot. And so getting the kids going both ways and really, you know, we're trying to build the depth. And so, so now you're seeing some of the younger kids start to come out and they start to ca catch on to, to the schemes and some of the things that we're doing, both offensively, defensively, and special teams. That's what's really helping us to, to stay in game can continue to fight into the fourth quarter uh, because without those, you know, younger guys, we, we really don't don't have enough. Coach, talk a little bit in terms of in terms of just the buy-in from the community. Um, how are you? You know, the the wins haven't been there, so to speak. But I mean, you know, t talk a little bit in terms of just um, how you've worked to 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 really get community buy-in. Right, right. And, you know, and just to start, you know, first of all, the community's been great with us and they've been very patient. Uh, uh, they have been huge supporters of the kids. And, um, you know, I, my, my goal, you know, eventually we'd love to fill up that big, beautiful stadium. Right. But having people uh, show up there on Saturdays when we have a lot of working class folks who are taking time off from work to show up and show up to their kids games and show up to their family members and just people who are alumni who are just showing up and, and, and want to see what's going on with Lancer football. Um, so we've had, you know, more of a crowd and it's been great to see them support us even throughout the rough times. And I think that's the best part about it. And after the game, it was great to see the kids go over to the fans and, you know, have a little moment with them because it was just, you know, long overdue. And they've been here, you know, some of the games rain and, you know, they go into, you know, halftime in one game. We thought they were gone and they had just gone under the bleachers and still come out and supported us. Uh, <laughs> drudging by Andover, but it was, you know, it was, it was just good. To, it's a good feel. And the, and the community's still building. It's not, you know, where we still want it. We still want more people there. We want, you know, more, more school staff there. We want more everybody there, but you know, that's going to come over time. And I think, you know, similar when you go to a big LHS basketball game and you see all the folks in attendance for the basketball game, you see that program's got long sustained success. And so when you, that's the goal and we're, we're at the beginning of it, but you know, we're in it for the long haul. Coach, that's a perfect segue. I, I knew Paul Neal really well, you yeah. know, back back in the day. And, and one of the things he did was the study hall hours and the dinners. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that obviously works. But when you got 12, 15 kids, <laughs> it's yeah. a little easier than than having 70 plus kids. So right. 
right. you know, how, how is that as a head coach of a, of a, you know, pretty large football team where, where you're really kind of that uncle, that dad, that mentor for, right. for, for so many kids. Right. And in order for the team to be successful, it can't really just fall on one person. It can't just be all on me. I've got assistant coaches who are very dedicated, volunteer coaches who are very, very dedicated, our volunteer freshman head coach and uh, all of the staff members we have on our varsity staff are really committed uh, uh, to buying into saying, look, kids, like we're not just here coaching ball. We want to know what's going on with you in life and we, and we want to support you in that. And we're going to push you. And, and sometimes, you know, it's going to be a little tough on you and we're going to be a little, but it's it's necessary in order to get them to get them through. Um, and so and I couldn't possibly do it all by myself. Like, as you said, it's it's a huge high school where either second or third largest high school in the state every year. So to, to get the school to function and just get this team to function, it's 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 a it's a whole family thing. And we have also great support from school administrators as well, who, who always communicate with us about things and, and, and student issues or, or our student, you know, positives as well to help, you know, shine light, shine light on some of the great things the kids are doing. And so a lot of the staff members have bought into helping the kids apply for colleges and getting them into one goal. We have so many different programs throughout the Lawrence High School that it's just it's amazing to see the whole community buy in and the whole uh, uh, staff buy in as well. And now it's just, you know, we got to give them a reason to want to come out in the cold weather to see us play all the time. But, you know, that and I know that will come. Coach, you definitely have the "we just won the game" smile going on right now. <laughs> hey, if you had called me last week or the last month, you know I don't think I'd be smiling ear to ear as I was. But you know, it just feels great. And again, like we're not. This isn't it, and it's not just you know the one win and that's it. We definitely want to come into Lowell and uh, and, and go, go in and grab a couple wins at Lowell and, and at Methuen as well. And so we're just not looking ahead of it. We have these next two weeks to kind of. You know, just buckle down and, and, and focus on in and dial in and, and really see what we could make of the season. I mean, you guys were so close with Burlington. Played Drake it just as, as, as close as you could play him. I mean, so, so you know, it, it, you, you watch the team and, and we, we talk about him every week. And, and it's like you can see the progress. And, and I know, obviously, you can see it. It's, it doesn't make Sundays any easier, I'm sure. But, right. You know, but I mean – you could see that this was building and, and um, so t- all right. So give us just some of the, some of the unsung heroes that we might not see in the box score in, t- in terms of the guys that, that have really um, been, been the leaders and, 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 you know, contributed to, to, to getting this W. Right. Right. And so, you know, in the stack column, you don't always see guys like Eric Sanchez, who, you know, are two of our inside linebackers. I really talk about these, these guys, uh, Eric Sanchez, number 23, and Dewey Baez, Troncoso, number 44. I um, was actually the younger brother of the uh, uh, Central Catholic linebacker. Uh, his name was yeah. uh, But, you know, the kids, both of those guys, you, you really see them uh, uh, shine throughout the game in terms of, you know, fitting things up on the run or getting into pass lanes. Uh, 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 you know, even, you know, Devin Reynoso, who stepped in big at defensive back yesterday for us and gave up a touchdown but was still showing resiliency and uh, get, got back out there with a the positive attitude and uh, executed part of a defense that, you know, was able to make some late stops for us. Um, so you don't hear – you hear the names like Jacob Tamayo and Manny Lara and Isaiah Richards from time to time, uh, but it's really those unsung heroes. And let's talk about this offensive line who has continued to come out for us and give Jacob plenty of time and, and provide passing lanes. And um, and they're still working through the little, you know, holding penalties, that, you know, things like that that kind of get us throughout the game. But, you know, we appreciate their aggressive nature, and I think that's where those things are coming from. And, and, and we will, you know, we'll learn to build off of that and limit those those mistakes. Um, but they're really playing well for us. They're on assignment. 
Uh, you know, they're very, they're very communicative. They're, they do a great job of adjusting on the fly to things. And so that's really been, been a testament to not just Coach McGinnis, the offensive line coach, but our assistant uh, running backs coach, James Jackson, who's come in and worked with the running backs on vision and the patience. Um, and so you've seen the, the running game really improve this year. And that's what's opened up a lot of the passing lanes for us and given us a lot of those uh, uh, lanes that we like to get into. I'm gonna be honest, Coach. You you, you know your stuff. Uh, you know <laughs> this is it, this is great to get to know you and 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 Thanks. hear you talk about football. You definitely have a love of football, and like I said, as an old Lawrence High guy, this is uh, this is awesome to have you on. Um, my my last game at Lawrence High was a uh, was a five below drubbing uh, last Thanksgiving <laughs> game against Lowell. So I am definitely rooting for you oh, to, to get that get that win this week against Lowell. You know, it was like a hundred year tradition, Lawrence Lowell Thanksgiving. Yes, and, yes, and yes. when Lawrence and I hit the tough times, you know, when we moved out of the Merrimack Valley, you know, that was one of the last, that, that was the last time. I know you guys have since played, but that was the yes. end of that tradition. So yes, this yes. is a, a huge week for the Lancers and, and getting that, getting that W against Lowell would be, uh, would be huge. Oh, it would be sweet. It'd be sweet. And as, as uh, one of the players that just mentioned is Dewey Baez once said, he said, uh, you know, he was referencing the Julian Edelman comment, and he said it'd be one hell of a story. So, you know, that's what we're going for. That's what we're shooting for here is just, you know, to, to pull off a miracle at the end of the season and, you know, get get two wins. And it will start. It starts here with Lowell. But, you know, more importantly, it starts tonight. <laughs> and we say to the kids, it starts tonight and what they do tonight with the day off of school tomorrow and showing up, you know, early in the morning, ready, ready to get to work uh, because we're going to need the whole work week if, if we're going to be able to pull this one off. All right, Coach, you, you've given us longer than we asked. Before we let you go here, uh, we, we were talking about him earlier, but, you know, v- Vinny is, is part of the MVP vote. Uh, yes. Give us, give us your, bet, your best elevator pitch in terms of, in terms of why the, 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 the fans should be, should be pulling for Vinny. Yeah, you know, in terms of an all-around game, Vinny, I told you about the block punt in the beginning of the game that was huge to set up the first four. Uh, making huge defensive hits in the red zone uh, uh, down the line and, and, you know, jarred the ball loose from number 29 from Haverhill, you know, made a great attempt on the catch. They had a great play call, um, you know, it was a great scheme. And Vinny made a great play and overcame his coach in that one and uh, was able to make the play for us. And, um, you know, it was just, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome to see him just go both ways. And he was catching the ball out of the backfield, running the ball. Um, when you talk about an all-around player, uh, and playing the entire game, and you know, not really subbing out, and I, and I think that's just when I when I see players like that, I always I always say, you know, those are the, those are the best, and we're going to see one of those next week, and uh, and and Brandon, and and uh, but those are the guys that I always say, you know, I, I when I played, I wish I could have been a guy like that, and so whenever I see them, I say, you know, you know, really kudos to them, and uh, you know, just not just the work he put on the field that day, but he had a day like he did because of his solid film work and his week of practice. Bill, any last thoughts from you? I do, Coach. Are you on Twitter? Um, you know, we, we are on Twitter. My Twitter presence isn't as strong as I'd like, but you know what? I will be getting on it some more. We are. Um, our Instagram handle is at LHS Lancers Football, at LHS Lancers Football. And so from there, um, you'll see I don't recall the Twitter handle off of my off the top of my head, but we're going we're gonna to get on that a little bit more. All right, but get on Twitter because Vinny oh, right now, Coach, uh, Vinny is in a close battle right now. i got 29% of the vote. He okay. is ahead of Josh Ramos. And Tim Iron from North Andover, both okay. at twenty eight percent. So we gotta get the Lancers out gotta to get, get Vinny Schmidt to uh to get the to get the, nice. the victory this week. Nice, nice. That'll be huge. Yeah. So you know, we've already told the kids and the, the kids are all excited about it. 
Um, they're, they're, they're supportive, and you know that's the best part about it. They've built a little brotherhood with each other, so they want to see each other succeed. So, yeah, right, we, I, yeah we'll get it out there. <laughs> I'm going to be texting uh, Mayor Rivera to tell him to get on his Twitter as well to support. Yes. Support. Hey, it's hey. all Schmidt all week. We've got to get Vinny to win this, <laughs> yes. win this week. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I like it. I like it. I'll Thank tell you what. It, 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 it warms our heart just in terms of what we're trying to build with the show to see Vinny actually got on there, to see see, see the, the athletes are on there watching and to see yes. Vinny was on there. You know, I only got 280 characters. You used to only have 140. Now I got 280 characters yeah. to kind of fit all four of those into the, into the cell job. And and so I couldn't get the block putt in there. I couldn't get the receiving yards. And Vinny got out there. And was like, yeah. "Don't forget the twenty-four receiving yards and the block putt." <laughs> yeah, and that, and that right there is what sold me. That, that like, sold no, me. Right I, I expect that from him. So that's <laughs> that's a true true form. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Coach is gonna love to hear that. <laughs> Coach, just absolute pleasure to have you on here. I appreciate you making time on a Sunday for us. And and. Let, congr- huge congratulations on the first win, and and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, against Lowell uh, this this next week, and just just what you guys can come up with the rest of the season here. All right, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me on, and really appreciate the support. Thanks, Coach. All day, we'll talk to you very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Coach.